the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where you rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week we're having our fourth, first round matchup of the Rochester Pizza Party. It's time for us to taste the cheese and pepperoni offerings from some rock classics, which include Salvatore's Pizzeria, Caraglio's Pizza, The Pizza Stop, and Cordello's Pizzeria. Got some interesting choices there, a good mix. I should say, this is the rock classics category. I think we also have a bracket called the People's Choice, and the other one's something called like All-Time Faves or something. All three of these brackets are basically just a amalgamation, a potpourri of recommendations, um, you know, p- things that we like, things that are popular, and, and big chains around the area. So we got we got a little bit of each in this category. What do you guys think? Anything stand out here for you? Any history with these places? You know, Salvatore's is a place I go to pretty frequently because I live fairly close to the Salvatore's Donuts Delight location. And so it's a great place to just grab a giant slice and a donut and head home. Any time of day. Any time of day. I have one funny story about Salvatore's. I don't know if I've shared it on the pod. I probably have. (laughs) Um, I was just having a a really like rough day. (laughs) I went in and I guess I didn't. I must have looked like I was having a pretty rough day because I, I went to get a slice and I went to go leave. And the girl that worked there who actually went to college with us, she goes, things will get better. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what look is on my face that I need to be reassured by the girl working at a pizza place that things will get better? Was it your order maybe that was saying that? I don't know. Uh, it was probably a pepperoni slice to go. But um, anyways, that's one of my go-to places to grab a slice because of its proximity to my house. Uh, I do know I've met the owner of Caraglios. He used to own the beer hall grill taps Ooh. place on empire. And I was subbing in a golf league and he was also subbing in the same golf league. And my partner's like, Oh, that's the guy that owns the beer hall grill taps and Caraglios. And he seemed like a very nice person. So shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy whose name I don't remember. And who definitely doesn't remember meeting me. And that's my only history. Randy, you have some history with these places? Uh, similar to Salvatore's. You know, been there a bunch, gotten their big slices a bunch. They have the Salvatore's bar that's near us where it's bar and pizzeria, which is nice. Um, I get all these pizza places with the C's confused, like Carbone's, Caraglio's. What was the other one we went Cordellos. to? Cordello's. Cordello's. Like, they all sound the same to me. So I may have been to some of these. I don't even know anymore. Rob, Randy, I don't know, it's edging on a little bit anti-Italian ter- territory here. Well, <laughs> if you ask Superfan Johnny, I'm actually 100% Italian. Um, Johnny uh, will never hear you have said that. But. No. <laughs> He's stopped listening since the breakfast sandwich showdown. Yeah, that's true. Ever yeah. since he was uh, resoundly rebuffed on his choices. A lot of controversy. Uh, I love Salvatore's. I'm on the record as really enjoying it, and it's probably my favorite chain. I did a, my, the minimal amount of research possible on these places, and I was just laughing off the pod with these two. The About Us slash History page on the Salvatore's website. Most of these places, there's like a paragraph or two that's, you know, hey, 
the pizza stops. Like, we're from Brooklyn, and we wanted to bring New York-style pizza to the area, and we've been serving it since 1980-whatever. The Salvatore's one is like a dissertation. It's 500 pages long. The section about, like, 2018 is very long. You know, they document their relationship with Archer Arthur Treacher's fish and chips and when Chaz Palminteri visited when a Bronx Tale was in town. It, it's kind of an enjoyable look. And they've got some old paraphernalia, like their original menus and stuff. But I love Salvatore's. I've been hyping up Caraglio's because they came to Fairport. And so I picked up those two places. They were right by my house. Pizza Stop I've just had for lunch because that's sort of been the place that people say is the best slice in Rochester. And so I've always enjoyed the slices I've had there. Cordello's, never had, never heard. I think it was a recommendation from one of our friends or colleagues. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be good to get into it and talk about them. They were all a little bit different from each other, although I would say they're all good pizzas as usual. And as a little side note, I have already been to one of the pizza places that lost in an earlier round. So that goes to show we do like all these places. Off the top of my head, for some reason, I'm blanking. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Rob, do you want to kind of segue us a little bit into kind of starting? Yeah, starting our ketchup. Sure. So I'll I'll kick off the ketchup uh, last August at the end, the very end of August, I noticed that some tiles were popping off my wall in my in my upstairs bathroom. So I was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm just going to retile this bathroom. How hard could it be, and how long will it take?" So I ripped the tiles off the wall that were popping off, ripped out the walls. I'm sure I've documented this on the podcast, but fast forward to today, the plumbing's been redone, new walls are up. Weird wiring has been identified. Tile is finally up. The ceiling has been fixed. But literally, it's been over a year since I kicked off this project. And it's <laughs> still not done. But I'm hoping that I will be using that bathroom within the next week or two. And, you know, it's it, it looks good so far. And, you know, one of my things that I'm going to plug at the end is related to this tiling project thank god you are single if you had a wife she would have murdered you by now oh if if anything if i my my wife doesn't even let me start projects anymore she's just like it's just gonna take longer than you think i'm like yeah but the whole point is you do it yourself and you save some money she's like nah not worth it for me i need to be able to use the bathroom or whatever (laughs) i'm like okay it makes my life a lot easier but yeah, this is one of those projects that if I lived with anyone else, there's no way they would put up with what happened. <laughs> Mostly what didn't happen, which was anything for most of the year. And a lot of people are like, well, what if you only had one bathroom? And I'm like, well, I probably wouldn't have spent a year redoing my bathroom <laughs> because I would need somewhere to shower. But uh, it's it's actually looking really good. So showering is the most important thing in a bathroom to you. That's the, only That's thing the I, one thing you were worried I about missing. I can't think of a single thing I use it for otherwise. Okay, just checking. No, I, I, I've, the, the toilet and the sink are, have been operational since the beginning of the project. So the only issue was the shower. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, was, I retiled the shower surround. And I made a niche that everybody's like, oh, make sure it's tall enough to like fit you know, good-sized bottles of shampoo. And you know, people put in these little tiny niches, and they're just way too small. 
So I, I put in one the size. Who are you having these conversations with? This well, is like sounds like some, on the Reddit board. Mostly, or yes, that yes. <laughs> one sided conversations where I read about people's comments or watch YouTube videos. So I made a giant niche that's like the size of a small flat screen TV. <laughs> in case you want to put one in, I don't even really use much shampoo at all, and you could probably fit twenty bottles of shampoo. It there. is Bill's season. You don't want to miss a snap. Yeah, you know, what? Rob, you buzz cut your hair most of the time anyway, so. I'm growing it back. <laughs> just for the shampoo I'm growing bottles. it back, baby. Just because I have this spot for shampoo, yeah. so I need to have made it worth Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. I put in the niche. I bought the shampoo. I'm growing some hair. Mm-hmm. Well, one of our friends that we play volleyball with, he, he's, he's, he saw that my hair was a little longer, and he goes, hey, like, what's going on with your hair, man? Like, are you taking any, like, supplements or something like that <laughs> to make it grow in? I'm like... Are Dude, you, I'm not bald. Just I'm not like taking like Rogaine. I just am not buzzing my hair. He's like, what? It, it like blew his mind. I can't wait for you to get that hat off post pod. I got to get a look at these locks. Giant. I want to find out who said bro. that. To it was J Pop. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, no, I'm not bald. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Randy, what's what's shaking, man? <laughs> I'm trying to change things up a little bit. New segment, What's Shaking, Man? No, that's, no, like, it's like, you're, what's your catch What up? have I shaked well, today? That's what like, that's people it. with cool hair say. Yeah, <laughs> now that I have hair, I've got all this new confidence. What's shaking, dude? <laughs> hey, Daddy-O, what's shaking? Um, I got two food catch-ups. First one is Rob and I went to Rondequay Brewing Company, and we actually had lunch there, and it was friggin' awesome. And I think we should do a day where we go and get food there again i had a buffalo chicken sandwich and it was it was like buffalo chicken bites it was almost like a meatball sub but with buffalo chicken bites kind of in it but big ones so good beer was so good i know rob what did you have that day i am completely drawing a blank on everything about that visit i remember it was Sounds a good like time, you had a good time. <laughs> no i let me think about it i don't remember at all what i got let okay me, regardless i think it you got. I remember. Okay, he I remember. remember a thing. I remember. I wanted specific fries, and you got my seasoned fries. Oh yeah. Okay, I do. Remember and I got that. totally plain fries. So they go. We could just season it up, and then I sent it back, and they put like one shake of seasoning yeah. on it that barely did anything. Did I get the same thing as you, except for the different fries? You might have. Our our buddy Johnny. Oh, it was it was the chicken finger. Hoagie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was really good. Our buddy Johnny um, got avocado toast, smashed avocado toast, and it looked awesome with the eggs on it. Like I'm not a big fan of the avocado toast fad. So were you there at brunch? Brunch time? No. We it, could, it was well, Sunday though. It was so it was brunch yeah. time, but I think you could order from like regular foods. Yeah, because we definitely just had brunch foods. Randy just fell over, basically. Yeah. Beers were delicious, as always. Yep. Um, so that's the first thing. And then went to brunch at, oh, man, the Gatehouse. Uh, never been to brunch there. They have a separate menu. Um, they had some cool stuff on there. They had, like, cream cheese-filled French toast. They had um, breakfast sandwich, but, like, with, you know, big breakfast sandwich with good bread and, like, egg and cheese and different flavors within that. Um, it was it was delicious. Uh, I do have a funny story from there. I want to get your opinion on this. So I'm not going to name names, but who I went to brunch with there um, ordered something off the menu. I forgot, but instead of like French fries, wanted grilled veggies. And so ordered the grilled veggies and then said, but can you make sure they're not charred? And the waitress looked and was like, what do you mean not charred? 
She's like, yeah, I don't like the black stuff on the veggies, like the grill marks sure. on the veggies. Yeah. Waitress was completely confused. She's like, so do you not want them on the grill? She's like, no, you can just keep them on the grill, but just make sure they don't like char up. And the waitress was flabbergasted and was like, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll talk to the chef. We'll see what he can do and left. So then it got me thinking, is that an appropriate thing to ask? Is it not an appropriate thing to ask? I don't... I don't know. I think it sounds a little weird. <laughs> That's well, just because by grilling, you, but you would, within minutes on a vegetable you'd have char marks i feel like you maybe want them on the flat top then yeah that's i thought it was a little weird too same thing rob yeah you're gonna get a char mark when you grill something that's what i thought too guess what there was no char marks on them and she loved the veggies so they did a good job so i gotta give the gatehouse credit for putting up them yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) they were really soggy dipped them in warm super watery yeah blanched them So I got to give the gatehouse super, you know, a lot of credit for that waitress hung in there. Um, But the food, I got to actually get a burger. I didn't get the brunch and the burger was awesome. Haven't had a burger there in a while, but it's always good there. Yeah. And that was what's shaking, man. What's shaking? What's shaking, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Last time I went to the gatehouse was awesome. We went with my family. We met uh, my mom after she went to the Dear Evan Hansen show and the food was awesome. And I think I commented that the kids food was so good. Yes. The kids' menu, they had, like, grown-up, delicious four-cheese mac and cheese and, like, a little wood-fired pizza for my son. And I got to eat, like, two slices because it was pretty big. It was really good. Um, For me, when we last recorded, Rob was in charge of my dog for a week. She survived. (laughs) She She had a blast. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. She made Rob let her out every night at midnight, which has never happened in my home in her nine years of life. But it made me laugh. She would... Definitely try to get in bed every every single night. I'd, I'd get into bed. She'd walk over to where I was on my side of the bed, look at me. I'd be like, "No." <laughs> then she'd walk around the bed to the other side that I could kind of couldn't see, and I'd have to turn over and be like, "No, Ellie, lay down." <laughs> and then she would finally eventually lay down, but she would just heavily sigh and heavily breathe. And so I always get up to go to the bathroom at least once. And whenever I would. She would also want to follow suit to be like, okay, let's go outside. (laughs) It's so funny because she's just such an old lady at our house because she's nine years old now. Most nights she doesn't even come up to our room anymore. Like every once in a while she'll come up and like lay down on the ground. And then maybe once in a blue moon she'll try and get in the bed. And in 10 minutes she'll realize it's too hot. Our bed's also probably more crowded, you know. So it's like a lot going on in there. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was an, an entertaining story. But Ellie made it. She loved it. We went on vacation near Sandusky, Ohio. I didn't even really know where it was until we went. And we just went to this little town called Huron, Ohio. And we got a house like with my wife's whole family near the beach. And it ended up being great. We were walked to the beach. We were near Sandusky. And Sandusky is like a vacation town where Cedar Point is. And uh, they have like every chain restaurant, every you know, store you need to go to. So it was great. Uh, when we were there, a little early plug, we tried two new fast food places. One Christie's brother wanted to go to, which was pretty fun. We went to raising canes and that was delicious. They pretty much just do chicken tenders and fries and they're awesome. And I even like their weird dipping sauce. Have you guys ever been there? No, I've, I've definitely them. seen them and been near. I just haven't had a chance. To and it comes with the little piece of garlic bread. It's so good. Um, and the food's ready almost instantly because it's all they make. They have a, they, you can either only get tenders or a sandwich and fries. It was great. Uh, and we went to Culver's, 
which is sort of like their Bill Gray's, uh, except they don't attach the ice cream like they do at Bill Gray's and Tom Walls. It's part of their thing is that they have yep it's not attached to anything yeah not like the amc theater and (laughs) correctly correctly and which we'll discuss later deep cut for our hardcore fans yeah sue shout out sue (laughs) shout out max yep that's it oh mike maybe nick and his kids from work mike from work shout out to you guys um and so that they just they're from wisconsin and they make like cheese curds and they have delicious um custard I didn't think the custard was quite as good as Abbott's or Anderson's in Buffalo, but it was still tasty because I get like a milkshake in my, but my kids got like vanilla and chocolate and it wasn't quite as good, but for a fast food restaurant, pretty good. So I enjoyed those two places. They, they had a bunch of like burgers and fries and stuff that was solid. But uh, yeah, I guess that's my little catch up. School year starting. I'm off to a good start. You guys thumbs up on the, on the school year beginning. Yeah. Great start. Uh, should we talk some za? Let's do it. Let's shake that za. All right, I picked up Caraglios and Salvatores. Oh, I was gonna say this before. I uh, I looked up Salvatores. They have more locations than Marks. And Randy, you said they have a couple of the pubs now. They're at both of the Donuts Delights, I believe. I think they're at the new Donuts Delight too. Really? Yeah, I think that's been working out at this one. So um, they also have a location at the airport. And Frontier Field, which I learned as two of their like satellite locations. So how many do they have? About forty something. Yeah, I counted, but you know, scrolling on my phone, I sort of like it was in the mid thirties, I think. Yeah, and I've so it's funny that yeah, the pub one is probably equidistant, almost equidistant to my house as the Donuts Delight one, both of which are very close to my house. Yeah, that one's near the high school or on East Main or something. Yep, yep, it's on East Main. And then they have another one, I believe, in Scottsville, where I play volleyball with some of those peeps. Uh, there's a pub there, too. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. It's kind of like when Bill Gray's does the tap room. Very similar. Yeah. So that, that that's actually more than Mark's. So I guess this is the biggest chain in Rochester, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Will they hold up? Yeah, I don't, we'll, we'll see. see. So this the note I made is that this is my go-to when it comes to chains. Like when we have to order online and get delivery... For a family party, this is usually what I get. It's often a little overpriced when you order online. And even in person, it was kind of expensive for a large $24, I believe. But I liked it. We opened it up. It's got the Salvatore's standard square cut. Um, and it looked like, much like when we got Mark's. Mark's pizza last time looked like every Mark's you get everywhere. And this Salvatore's, to me, looked like every Salvatore's you get. The cheese is thick. And I like the crispy crust inside my pizza under the cheese. It was a slight undercook on the dough for me. And they have the round pepperoni that's not cup and char, that's not spicy. So it's kind of a standard pizza. And I think the sauce leans a little sweet, which I think is why I like it. I'm finding out a lot about myself as a pizza enjoyer. And I like sweet sauces and thick amounts of cheese. This pizza had both. I enjoyed it, but there was three other uh entries randy what did you think of salvatore's pizza i agree it was thick um to me there was almost no sauce on it it was it was a little bit drier uh for the thickness though and i'm a thin crust guy i thought the softer was actually it was it was nice um i surprisingly liked the dough for the thickness of it i like the taste i don't like i said it was kind of soft but not too soft it had a good consistency for a thick slice 
Um, overall, though, this was my least favorite tonight. I'll, I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, I really We're think do it was... ratings. I think at the end, Randy, <laughs> that's okay. A little sneak. I'll peek keep here the other. I'm going to keep the other three a little up in the air. But this one, I'm I'm put, tip your out hand there. a little bit. Just it's a little kind of fun for the audience. Yeah, just because Salvatore's is such a big chain. Um, I don't feel bad saying it. I'm assuming this just happened to be a pizza, at least on the cheese side, that really didn't have much sauce at all on it. And uh, I think that really harmed it in this competition. But, like I said, dough is pretty good. Rob? Okay. Randy, hold yeah. on. You ranked Mark's third out of four last time. Would you rather eat Mark's or Salvatore's at, like, a work party? Mark's, for sure. I like Mark's better. Yeah, which surprises me, too, because I like Salvatore's. Now, again... 44, you know, something, I'm sure I could go back to Salvatore's. It's not always like that, but I'm just taking the slice sure. we had tonight. Randy, I agree with almost everything you just said. It was thicker, but I wrote bouncy bites, which meant that it was nice to chew through them, and it was a pleasant. It wasn't, like, too thick to bite through. It was easy to bite through the thicker crust. wasn't, like, chewy, I guess. You yeah, it wasn't I mean? chewy. Yeah. It was just nice, and it... Not cakey, I wouldn't say Hello, that. A almost. good consistency. Yes. However, my big issue was definitely not enough sauce, and I don't like that sweeter sauce. The, the sauce for Salvatore's has always been my biggest issue with it. I If you could put Mark's sauce on a Salvatore's pizza, I would love it. I, it would be it would be money because I, I just I think it's too sweet. It, to you me, think it the, just the two royal families of Rochester Pizza would ever cross paths like that, Rob. You, good luck, buddy. I've been trying to broker a deal. We'll see. <laughs> I'm pretty good at negotiations, so we'll see. I'll, I'll get on that. But we were talking a little bit earlier about Salvatore's.com. I just we were talking about what, what was shaking earlier. We were talking about. You might remember our, our segment. What's shaking, Randy? Mm-hmm. Um, but we were talking even earlier off pod about how a lot of people have said that the best pizza is a cheese pizza. And I, I think the best pizza can be a cheese pizza. I think it highlights a pizza's flaws because you're, you're relying on a balance of like a good acidic sauce that kind of has, you know, a good dough, a high quality cheese. Those, those are the three ingredients you're dealing with. And when I had the Salvatore's cheese pizza, it was very clear that there wasn't enough sauce it, I said a little bland, too doughy. The sauce can't stand up and can't be strong enough to handle the rest of the pizza. With the pepperoni, it's a fine slice. And honestly, I'm, I probably go to Salvatore's more than any other place for slices because of its proximity. And it's always very, it's solid. It's super consistent too, yeah. like all the big chains. Yeah, I, haven't, I don't think they've ever disappointed me. So that's my Salvatore's take. Boom. Yeah. Can, can we talk about the ads, how they have the best ads though? Like... It's a if you don't know if you're not from Rochester maybe you live in Chicago right Shout now. Shout out Max. It's Max. You'll listen. I listen to the radio, terrestrial radio, a lot, and it'll just be all of a sudden Salvatore's.com, and that's it. That is their entire <laughs> ad. I'm like, it's genius. Like it really does stick in your head. Well, yeah, and everyone know it's like Fusillo used to be. It's huge. Mm. Everyone knows exactly yes. what that guy's gonna say. Well, the the. I don't, you know, I don't pretend to know that guy at all, but he's kind of in your face. He wears the bright glasses and, you Soccer know. Soccer Sam yeah. is his name. And he's, I heard he's really involved in the community, actually. He's yeah. my buddy he Brian's neighbor. Boom. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he seems to, like, do a lot Can't of stuff I paid for, for this pizza. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Um, Brian doesn't listen to the podcast. But he's like, everything about the pizzeria is just like that guy. Their menu is insane. They sell, like, ribs 
and fish and chips and I mean I guess fish and chips isn't that crazy for a place that fries wings all the time but like they sell full pasta dinners I, I mean the place that I was in was like a galley kitchen the East Rochester location like they're firing up ribs in this place so I don't know if they have a central location making a lot of this stuff and sending it out but it's just funny they sell everything they're in donut shops they're in the baseball stadium I actually find it's a pretty good deal at the baseball stadium because a large slice of pizza is not a wallet breaker. It's like eight bucks or seven bucks. And you get that full like quarter slice mm-hmm. like they sell at the restaurant. So that's that's a, a solid deal at Frontier Field. And I also like Salvatore's. One thing I'll say, too, is that living near the Donuts Delight location, it's I don't think I've ever had to wait for a table for breakfast on the weekend there. And it's it's a big open, nice, clean space. And they make good other breakfast stuff, Their like breakfast home fries and sandwiches. And... Yeah, I highly recommend that place for mm-hmm. breakfast. I know we're not we've been given our final reviews yet, but I think that that was just something I want to mention. Yeah, well, and it's like you can go in, you can have a waitress come over, but you can also order a donut like while you wait for your actual breakfast. It's kind of fun. I love that. Yeah. All right, so Salvatore's, Randy Randy tanked it already, so I guess that's giving it away a little bit. Yeah, but it's not going to win. Up next is Caraglio's. We've done a lot of talking about Caraglio's on the pod, mostly by me because I talked about how I'd heard about it on the west side through my wife. She's brought it home. I liked it. And then they finally took over the old Pizza Hut near my house. And so we've had it a few times. They have a good Monday-Tuesday deal. It's like ten ninety nine for a large pizza. That's pretty good. And for... Family like mine whose kids eat cheese pizza, you just need half pepperoni. So it's like 13 bucks on those nights. Tonight, I picked that one up. It was 1940, which is not bad if you're like a family trying to get a large pizza. Caraglio's, uh, Rob, start us off. What did you think? Your first impressions, your bites, your your de- uh, definition? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Description. So Caraglio's has... Standard pepperonis, but they cook in such a way that it does kind of curl up almost like a cup and char pepperoni. Uh, It almost, to me, has that taste of like a well-done bacon where it's like maybe slightly overcooked bacon. but it has dried out on the edge. A little bit dried out on the edges. Um, I said very chewy dough. One thing I ran into with the pepperoni slice was there was like a definite layer, probably about a centimeter thick. Of completely uncooked dough because I, I think that pepperoni maybe slowed it down. Uh, and then if you looked at the cheese slices, I had a cheese slice as well. The cheese was a little overcooked. The dough was actually fully cooked on that slice. But you know, I think whatever whatever they were doing with the pepperoni maybe prevented it from cooking as evenly on both sides. I just had a weird pizza critic brainstorm. So Caraglio's has the sliding grill through the hot oven oh yeah not like a pizza oven where it's on the hot stone i wonder if places like that are more likely to get the undercooked center because if you're cooking right on the hot surface does that cook the dough more well it's cooking from below and above i don't know if the the but that direct contact right it gives you that crisper crust i wonder i don't know just thinking about it no that's a that's a great thought i i don't know um but I think that's really all I have to say. I think they do a, a solid slice there. I, you know, I've gone there for slices before, but it's, again, much further away than the Salvatore, so I'm less likely to go. I liked it more when the building was attached to the AMC movie theater. Hold on a second. That, that is not a thing still. 
other other fan michael or not michael mike who i work with he's like hey dude he's like i've got something we gotta talk about and he like sends me this text i read it in the morning i'm like oh what's going on he's oh, no. like he was stop calling me michael he's like, stop calling me michael. You know, he's, he's like yeah you're totally wrong dude the amc is not connected to correctly you I'm sound like, like a fool on yeah. your podcast I'm like oh man but mike's mike's gonna be a guest on the show um, he really wants to do a, a trash plate episode, mm. and so I really want to do a trash plate so episode. We eating so much pizza. We, we want to go so to what's that place that's uh, the old it, on Empire? It's like the old school hots place. Empire Hots? Nope. It's like Bill Gray's, but it's its own. Charlie's. Little, Charlie's. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Mike has been talking up Charlie, so we got, we're going to get you on, Mike. And that's my Craglio's take, Randy. I said the dough was definitely thicker. I didn't notice, although I only had the cheese, so I agree, Rob. I didn't really notice that uncooked dough underneath the cheese. What I did notice was that the cheese-to-dough ratio was off for me. There was not nearly enough cheese on the slice. It looked a little overcooked, but I do like overcooked cheese a little bit. Not bad, just a little bit browner, black, you know, some of those spots on it. It just wasn't enough. Um, So for me... That's about it. I mean, when you don't have enough cheese on a slice of pizza, it's tough to kind of rate. The sauce tasted good, uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. Just wanted more of it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sort of with you, Randy. I I like the well doneness. I like those brown spots because I hate when it's like a neon white pizza, kind of like the Nino's was last week. Still a good amount of cheese. Still tasted good. I prefer that little char to it a little bit. But I agree, it was it was too thin. I think I probably am finding out about myself that I like more cheese than other people. I like almost too much cheese. That's one of my favorite things. Like the TK's pizza was really good to me. And this it was just thin. I've had pizza that has more there, but like you said, we're kind of going off tonight. I think it was just a little light. I do think they have sort of a sweeter sauce. And Rob, you see, I, it's like cup and crisp pepperoni, right? It's not yeah. a cup and char. It's like cup and crisp because it just it's too thin to hold up. It doesn't really burn. Um, but no one else's pepperoni acts like that. It's like a special kind of flat, thin cut that curls up. You know, most just kind of lay there. Or it's the way they fire it. Maybe yeah. they have like a hotter flame. You that's think they above br- it? Brulee it they with might, a torch? They might get out the blowtorch. One of those high schoolers at the restaurant was brulee it on the way out i have a question so i don't know if this is a buffalo thing but so in, in buffalo when you get pizzas you can get them like extra well done where they'll like really cook the bottom of the pizza have you ever gotten that before? yeah we order them well done because we like the crispy pepperoni and the i like the brown i like browner cheese and growing up my dad all not always but most of the time would order extra cheese and so you know in buffalo where they already put a lot of cheese on their pizzas we would get like double that, and it was like an insane amount of cheese. It was great. Yeah, I didn't used to have toppings on mine, so I used to do the extra cheese, and I think that's why I agree with you, Andy. I love more cheese on it. Always. I would like to specify the when I say not enough cheese because we're about to get to another slice where I also felt like it didn't have enough cheese, but this one it uniformly covered the pizza. It wasn't like there were blank spots without cheese. It was just very thin layer, like extremely like paper yeah. thin layer of cheese. Um, and I'm with you, Andy, too. I like it more cooked. Like I like a lot of cheese, but not like that white 
like yeah it's like when when i love the cheese so much when i reheat pizzas oftentimes my favorite bites are the ones where the cheese melts off the side and like crisps up on the bottom i'm like yeah that's gonna be a sweet bite or you you peel the extra cheese right off the foil hope it doesn't have foil in it and one thing to clarify too the dough was fully cooked on the cheese side it just was fully undercooked on the the roni side so it's because they're just cooking that side by torch like we exactly they only brulee it uh, but it was it was still pretty good. Okay, next up we had the pizza stop. So this is this was like I said earlier. This is one of those places that you people talk about saying, "Oh, it's the best place to get lunch, best slices." So they're definitely a thinner sort of New York style pizza. And I don't know, Randy, do you want to start us off with the pizza stop and tell us kind of what your first impressions were of this place? Lots of construction around the area. So if you're going down <laughs> to the pizza stop, it's crazy because they're doing Rock the Riverway. Rob and I talked a little bit about this before the pod, but I feel bad for them because I know there's a restaurant a couple doors down, and I forgot it's a diner or a breakfast place, and I read an article a couple weeks ago that they had to close because the construction is just blocking the street oh, that's off. Awful. Almost. So there is a place to park. Went inside. It's actually a pretty cool inside. I don't know if you guys have ever been in there. It's a lot. I believe the one in Pittsburgh is similar. They just have cool murals and yes, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's like got a New York City vibe. There's uh, graffiti and open hey, brick. Hey, give me a slice. Oh, I didn't say that. That was Andy <laughs> in case you guys want to write in a complaint email. But they have a plenty of room. No, I said have a. <laughs> they have a plenty of room. They have a. Randy? Oh, no. They have a lot of room inside. Um, Can't get canceled if no one listens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true, I guess. That's true. They have a lot of room inside, um, and you can sit down. They had a bunch of tables, and they had a couple slices out. For me, again, I keep repeating this every week, this is like one of my top type of pizzas, that thin crust New York City style pizza. I thought that it had a perfect amount of cheese on top that was cooked perfect enough. Um, and I love the sauce. I could taste spices in the sauce that were more tasteful, I guess. I'm sure Rob's going to point out which spices they were because I'm not really sure. But I thought it was delicious. The only problem was, and I picked this one up, and I did pick it up right before the pod, but it was a little bit cold, and I felt like that might have taken a little bit away from it for me. Um, but overall, I really liked it, Rob. Yeah, it's it's got that New York-style crust. It's thin. I don't know what spices they put in that sauce. But I, I said it was a little floppy. You know how like a, a slice can kind of flop a little bit. Uh, I said good quality cheese, uh, good pepperoni, normal size, little bit of, um, what was that? I don't know. I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, a little bit of a curl. Uh, I said that I really liked the cheese to dough to sauce to pepperoni ratio. To me, if you've ever been to Geneseo, it reminded me almost of like Mia's at its best. I yes. was just thinking yes. of Mia's in my head when you were talking about that. That's funny. Definitely. And uh, even the cheese slice was was pretty good. I, I thought the sauce had a nice enough flavor that it, it did make it a good cheese slice. So th- that was you know kind of my, my thinking. Andy? Yeah, probably oregano, guys. <laughs> <laughs> would be my guess. You could taste compared to the other three. You could or taste what I like to use from McCormick, the perfect pinch Italian seasonings. It's like oregano and whatever. That's probably parsley. what it was. Yeah. Now, uh, to be clear, my impression was a classic Brooklyn accent. It's not offensive. I don't think it's not an Italian. <laughs> All imitation. those Brooklynites would disagree. Um, <laughs> I'm walking here, right from uh, 
Son of a woman. I am walking here. Yeah. Just a classic Midwestern accent. This one, I took the most notes on this place. And they were mostly good. And I think this place is really good. This is, it's in my top two. That's how you tease it, Randy. You don't get specific. This is in my top three. You don't know if it won yet. Top four. (laughs) Thank you, Randy. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, good. Way to not give anything away. There you go. So I liked this one a lot. The pepperoni slice to me was better than the cheese just because it had a better cheese ratio. I just, that side, the slice I got had more cheese on it. There was a lot of pepperoni. It had good coverage. Uh, the sauce, I agreed, had the most flavor or at least stood out the most. You could see, I wrote, you can see the little green flaky Italian perfect pinch. There you go. Yep. And uh, I, I thought it... I'm finding out that I do enjoy some thick pizzas, like the Buffalo-style ones. But when it's a traditional, just like normal pizza with a thick crust, I'm not into that. I'm preferring some of the thinner crust that I'm encountering, like All Star was a little thinner. And TK's is traditionally kind of thin, or or at least medium-low. It's not necessarily thin, but they have a high cheese ratio. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the pepperoni slice. and I did, I was laughing. I looked back at my notes at Caraglio's and I had written for crust. I just wrote last. And I was like, did that mean last place? And I was like, no, I was writing a sentence and got distracted. The last <laughs> bite of the Caraglio's crust was delicious. It was like super crunchy, but it also had like well done melted cheese on it. It was good. So I just want to throw that out there. But pizza stop, solid, top two for me. We got one last one left here. Go, going back about the... Caraglio's crust. I also liked like we don't have dipping sauces like blue cheese or hot sauce, but I should point out that that would be a good crust to dip into. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Some of the cheese hangs to over the edge. With? Just to you know, when you're done with the pizza, you dip the crust into. You said yeah. to dip into as if you were going to dip into the crust. So I was like, wait a minute. Oh, dip a good the, dip in crust. Yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. No, I think you're right, Rob. You so you dip take something one, into the hot You take a different bread. crust and then dip it into that other crust. No, I like to shake the crust into the sauce. So you it's really a just shake invented stuffed crust pizza, crust. but you stuff it with old pizza crusts. I like it. Shout out to Laurel. Yes, Rob is definitely making fun of me right now. That's how this pod goes. Sue, conf- Sue talked to me, didn't confront me, but she said, whatever you do, don't stop making fun of Randy. It's my favorite part. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. Sue, what the heck? She makes up like a quarter of our regular yeah. listener show. She's like, don't don't listen to Laura. Well, now Rob. you got to keep making fun of Randy. I'm a like, quarter. Oh, we she makes up like 75%. Now Rob's never going to make fun of me. I think, okay, so I was thinking about this earlier because I think by nature, Rob and I tend to be a little bit more loquacious than Randy on the pod. Great. Randy's kind of watching. I got to look that up. Verbose, chatty. Okay. Randy looks up at the computer and makes sure that we sound decent you know as best we can he's our producer rob and i always face each other during the podcast so we do a lot of the talking and that's sometimes occasionally i think why randy gets skipped over by us occasionally it's happened a few times and you know randy's not a natural advocate for himself always so he'll sometimes just be like whatever and then he gets to crack a joke later like you guys are jerks and you forgot about me well, I'm advocating for myself now, and Rob, I guess continue it. We got to give the people what they want. <laughs> I like that Andy broke down this social situation so well, just showing that you are definitely an elementary school teacher who has to like <laughs> explain social situations to kids who don't know what's going on, and like just like 
really clarify things. It's, I got to yeah. think out of that. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's just funny because, yeah, I'm always like nodding my head and then you got to turn my head like a full 30 degrees to look at Randy. It's hard sometimes. Oh, you poor thing. All I right. know, I'm pretty Cordellos. Ready. We'll stare at you now. No, I don't like this. Look at each other again. <laughs> no, go on. Introduce Cordellos. So Cordellos is a pizza, pizza we place ate tonight. And... I'm not used to this. <laughs> um, Andy, how did you feel about you picked up Cordellos? What do you think? Wrong again. Rob, you picked up Cordellos. <laughs> yes, remember. So Cordellos uh, is Randy. Turn your mic back off. <laughs> Cordellos. If you look at it, it's listed as being in Arondicoit, Greece, and Charlotte, <laughs> all simultaneously. Somehow, uh, it's on Patton Wood, which I was like, I know that street name. Why can't I place it? And it's that street that kind of goes over that bridge. Now this the Patton is, Wood Bridge. This is the Patton Bridge. Yes, it's that Some street. Yeah. It's just drawing it's near it out. The marina. Am I right, Randy? <laughs> It's near the Shumway Shumway Marina, which our friend Aaron used to store his boat there. So I think that's when I've actually gone to Cordell's, like going out on the boat, coming out, grabbing a slice post-boat trip. But we think there's only one, right? From what we could tell. No, there are two locations. Yeah, when I Googled it, more than one location came up, but the website just has the one location, but it's also simultaneously in three places. I think maybe that is like we service these areas with delivery. Yeah, around gotcha. a quite Greece, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep, it's uh, but so, anyways, and also my Waze app put me on some really weird way, which made it even more confusing. I'm like driving through neighborhoods for a while. I'm like, what is going on? Saved a minute, maybe. But anyways, when I got there, I was like, oh yeah, I know exactly where this is. I wish I had just driven here without. Well, we all heard it. You just described it perfectly. Let's exactly. move on. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, I went in there, and you know. <laughs> I don't know, normal bustling pizzeria, a lot of people working in there and, and uh, people coming to grab and slices. And that's the experience of ordering. From also, Cordellos. Cordellos, 23 bucks for a large half and half. 23 something, yeah. And, and I, then Pizza Stop was 21-ish. Randy okay. didn't seem rock solid on that estimate, but I think that's what he said, 21. Yeah, 20, 20 is fine. <laughs> you want it? Are we talking we're about not estimating this for us to no. pay each other back? Oh, we're, we're trying to tell our listeners we're, what Randy, the cost we're still of these recording the podcast. This is a podcast, dude. It was 21 and some change. <laughs> 20's fine, guys. It's like, wait, no, Just but what did I so, so, real quick, I was looking up the website. Cordello's, like, the one you went to, Rob, has, like, a legit website. Like, everything is on yeah. their menu, everything. This, I know you can't see if you're a listener, but this is the other Cordell's and Chalai website. <laughs> where it's like that? It's like an old, like... Um, it's like a Garfield cartoon. Yeah. It's like John and his date out <laughs> eating pizza. But like the site is just that. Like you just scroll and it's yeah. that. So It's what you would get if you registered I a mean, website. I mean, we're assuming they're connected, I guess, right? I don't, I don't think know. I am now that I see okay, this. Okay, now they're probably not. So, Andy, what do you think about their slices? Uh... Let's see. This was the least well done. Uh, it was like the the brightest, lightest colored cheese. There weren't any like well done spots. I, I said the appearance was sort of Nino's esque, except for you could see the pepperoni. They weren't hidden. Uh, the, I, I described this place, and I, again saying I would eat at this place a hundred times. You know, delicious. But I described it as just sort of standard like a standard nondescript pizza you'd get from an individual pizzeria, a place that's, you know, not famous or anything, but you go out, you get your family a pizza and it's pizza. Nothing stood out to me 
other than one of my favorite things that happens on pizza when they sprinkle the parmesan cheese on the top before it cooks and then it kind of cooks onto the pepperoni and you have those little mounds of the greasy parmesan cheese i love that i thought it tasted good um the crust i wrote good for dipping for this one Mm -hmm. the crust to me looked a little bit like marks like it had the fingerprints in it so it looked like it was kind of handmade and everything um i enjoyed it uh i'm gonna kick the ball over to randy and see what he thought of cordellos i agree with the crust completely that it was great for dipping um overall again a little bit too thick for me as a slice i said the same thing the cheese was very white and the sauce had a little tanginess to it but in a good way it was just a different type i don't think it was as sweet as the other sauces but i still liked it um the crust was interesting because you could see cooked strands of cheese on the crust so it kind of like the 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 flakes of the cheese got on the crust and then when it was cooked it kind of like that's what i was saying about caraglio same thing it kind of makes for a tasty bite yes exactly and it was crunchy it was good the one kind of big downfall was like rob said about um caraglios for me it was a little mushy under the cheese like the dough felt a little undercooked under the cheese on it it was a good amount of cheese but then there were also spots that didn't have any cheese on it maybe that's just a slice i took but it wasn't like uniform across the whole pizza rob yeah i i kind of agree i said thicker crust chewy uh bright flavor like the sauce had like a bright flavor to it like it, it just kind of for whatever reason, maybe a little bit more acid, more acidity to it. I did notice that a little bit. It it stood out. And then I I put for the cheese slice, I wrote, good, nice texture. But the texture might have been maybe slightly undercooked. I didn't look at the dough to see if it was undercooked, but it did have like a texture to it. I wrote, like eating a sweater, but like in a good way. Like if you wanted to eat a sweater, if a sweater was pizza. totally. So yeah, I thought it was a pretty positive experience. Pretty solid. The, the, The thing I noticed about the underside was... It was one of those crusts, like, you know, sometimes crusts have like cornmeal, sometimes crusts have the holes poked in it, sometimes they're like really floury. This one was one of those, it was real floury on the yep. bottom. So again, that kind of makes me think it was like freshly tossed either earlier or at the time of the ordering. So that the crust I thought was maybe one of my favorite parts of the Cordello. So, okay, we talked about them all. We said the same thing we do every week, you know, cheesy, crusty, saucy, green specks, yada, yada, yada. Let's get down to it. We know what Randy's fourth is, so maybe we should start with him. Big twist. Salvatore's wins for me. <laughs> you guys off. Um, pizza stop all day. That was my number one. Loved it. Nothing bad about it. Just my type of slice. Number two, I would say, was Caraglio's. And then I'd go Salvatore's was four and Cordell's was three. Mm. Mm-hmm. We will not be unanimous this time, I don't <laughs> think. Like we had we've been pretty consistent. Yeah. But these are these are pretty different pizzas. So I just want to point out we usually have a ton of leftover slices. So part of me is hoping Pizza Stop makes it through so that because I loved them. But part of me is like, no, maybe you guys didn't like it so I could take all the leftover Pizza Stop <laughs> slices home. I don't know. That might affect the Korean's grocery list. We <laughs> tend to take these home and eat it once a week. It's pretty good. Rob, how about you? Rankings. What do you think? I'll start with fourth and work my way up. Drama. Fourth place, Caraglio's. Interesting. That undercooked dough, I just couldn't get past yeah. it. I can and understand that. It's it just was like raw. Uh, it was good. I would I still eat a slice? I might eat one right now after we're done with this podcast. Hey, but. they they still have a pretty good deal at the one by me for lunch: two slices and a soda, 
Seven bucks. That's a pretty good deal. It's mm, an awesome. It's a really yeah, good and they're good size slices. Did were they the place that had that like pizza membership? Yeah, slice. Uh, you get a slice every day, right? Something like that. Slice every day for ten bucks a month, but you just gotta be going there, right? And you gotta Even show if you up like at go a couple times a yeah. week, though. That's well, that's how they get back. you, and yeah. then you just forget. I think. Yeah, like a gym membership. Um, third place, Salvatore's. I just the sauce gets me every time. Every other part of their pizzas are great, but the sauce is just ugh. I don't know. I just don't love it, and there wasn't enough of it. In second, hey, how place, do you spell yuck? Yuck. I gotta, I gotta write that down. R O B. Shots fired. Oh, whoa. Ray, Laurel's gonna be standing up out of her couch, cheering when she hears that. Oh, she that does not listen to the podcast. No. Randy just goes home and tells her about all the stuff we said. He recounts the she, whole thing <laughs> in real time. He, I gotta be honest, you guys are both wrong. I make her listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, they did God. it again. Um. My number two favorite, Cordellos. I thought it was really good, and I thought Pizza Stop, hands down, was by by far the best. I, I just the ratio, this the flavor, the great sauce, the great quality cheese, the flop. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm curious. Like we'll see what Andy what Andy says, but it would be curious how it holds up to some of these other ones that were similar. Yeah. But it's cool because tonight they were so different from each other. Oh yeah, that it was nice to. To compare. All right, Andy. Well, I think I'll start with number four for drama like Rob. I like it. For me, four is Cordello's. If I came to a party at one of Randy's high school buddies' house, which is happening all the, all time, the time. Constant. And they had Cordello's. Would I be mad? Absolutely not. Would I eat it? Yep. And I'd be pointing out to everyone, did you see the Parmesan cheese on the pepperoni? So Cordello's is a four, but I enjoyed it. Pizza is delicious. Um for me, number three, pains me to do it, Caraglio's. I do like Caraglio's. Hard to give them a three because I, I know and like them, but just know Caraglio's. I'm still a fan. Get that lunch special sometime. It's going to be great. <laughs> Leave my school. I get 30 minutes. Sprint to Caraglio's. Get pizza. Eat as fast as I can and run back. During lunch. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you go there on foot or do you drive? No, I do not actually <laughs> okay. sprint. Okay. Yes, Rob's calling Andy out for <laughs> oh, claiming that you're oh, getting exercise. Yeah, real big problem. <laughs> um, so Craglio's three. I think the lack of the cheese is yeah. what did it for me this time. Yeah. I do like Craglio's, and then this is where it gets tough. These two, I just I love Salvatore's. I think it's really good. And if the question is, what would I want again? I think I'd probably choose Salvatore's. If the question is, what is the best in its best form? I think maybe it's Pizza Stop. But I didn't love the cheese one tonight. It's hard for me. But I th- I think I have to go. I think we are going to be unanimous on the number one. I guess it was the other rankings that threw me off. It's just because I love Salvatore's and you guys don't. So Salvatore's is number two. Pizza Stop is the winner. We yes. are unanimous. Yes, and crap. Oh, man. Guess but we get split. to eat more Yeah, pizza. we'll get it again. Right. So you can take as much of it as you want. I was so, you know, I've never been to Pizza Stop. I was so pleasantly surprised by them. And they have alt- other 
stores, I'm assuming probably about the same, right? I went to the Pittsburgh Plaza one, and it wasn't until Andy was like, oh, there's one in Pittsburgh. I was like, so close. oh, I've been there before. I'd not realizing <laughs> I'd been there before, and I had some of their other styles of slices, and they yeah, were awesome. So yeah, good. yeah. It's really good. good variety. I heard, I don't know where, I don't remember where I heard this, or maybe I read it somewhere, that the people who run Joe's Brooklyn Pizzeria are like a people from the pizza stop, and they make very similar thin crust pizza. And there's three of those too, Joe's Brooklyn. I've heard mixed things about one of those places, one of the locations and their customer service. Oh, okay. Joe's Brooklyn that they did they were not great. Yeah, the one by me is fine. They're they're like if you order like large pizzas and stuff, they're a little overpriced to me. Um, but they I've also had some that are really good. Like they have one of those weird grandma pizzas that doesn't Ooh. have cheese on it. It's like garlic based or whatever, and there's just tons of garlic on it. It's really good. Well, like no cheese. I think there's like. Either sprinkled cheese or something. It's just like, like a, it's just different. I know. Maybe the cheese about. is under or something. I don't know. But, or it's like strips of cheese or something like mozzarella. Anyways, I, I have to agree with you guys. I think, I think Pizza Stop is number one. It lived up to the hype. It's kind of often touted as the best pizza slice in Rochester. And I know that when you get it for, for lunch, they just kind of heat it up and send it your way or it's almost half the time always fresh. So, Good on them. Yeah. Congratulations. Pizza Stop moves on in the competition. Sorry, Salvatores. More like Pizza Go. Ew. <laughs> that was uh, pretty good. What do we do next? Flavor Town? Randy, you have a Flavor Town for us. Flavor Town. I feel like it's. Should we? He said Laurel got it for Should we it's close probably, our eyes and poison. then riff? Should we not look? Yes. So, don't should, look. so our Andy and, and can, I can have this our be eyes closed. placed in our hand, Randy? Yes. Okay. I have not tried these yet. I am freshly opening them. Okay. Some good vamping by us here. Oh, let it be said that I shared some of my homemade kombucha with these two guys. Oh, these have a strong <laughs> scent to them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh I always gosh. bring stuff that's usually like kind of bar foody. All right, here we go. I hope it's not I like no seaweed flavor we're... or something. I'm kind of... I'm giving you each a few pieces. Okay, I got a, a light, sort of a light, flu- like, oh my God, something, very light <laughs> something feeling t- in my hand. Something into my hands. Ooh. What is that? Just smelling it. It's sort of like a red cinnamon-ish. Oh, my God. Cinnamon for sure. It smells like, it smells like, you know those, like, Halloween displays of, like, like a, like a wicker yep. thing hanging yep. on a door that smells like that fake cinnamony fall crap yeah. it's hot it's spicy oh it's a cereal oh okay rob is cracked oh oh sorry i yelled into the thing <laughs> oh it tastes like uh cinnamon toast crunch or it feels like cinnamon toast crunch it's like fireball cinnamon toast crunch fireballs i would good... say you're both close enough to open your eyes cinefuego <laughs> I can't Ooh, believe we didn't guess the name. I got Cinefuego. the texture right. Guys, to me, it's disgusting. It's hot. It's it's burning in my throat. It's like, I don't know. I would never eat this for cereal. The trend. Is uh, it really cereal, though? The hot Cheetos. I don't even know. It's, it's in <laughs> it a, came it's in, in like, a bag. It's it in looks like a more snack like a snack bag. It, this is just the corporate but far it, end of the hot Cheetos, which is, I know, a very processed I'm, food, but like. The other day, I told you guys I did a Mountain Dew taste test. They have 
super hot Mountain Dew. That's mm-hmm. what, just what this is. It's just kids think spicy is fun. And I'm like, this is the furthest end down the line you can get of spicy. I mean, even this, the cartoon Cinnamon Toast Crunch don't look like they're enjoying it on the bag. No. Regular, regular Cinnamon Toast Crunch is so good. So good. Why would you do this? And it does. So it, it's in a bag like a snack bag. But at the bottom, it does say cereal. Yeah. So they kind of want to have it both ways. It's not very good. The problem is that the flavor is just not that good. Like you could have something with cinnamon and some spice, but the flavor of it, it's more hot for being hot than it is like well, a, hot, a good flavor. It's just like it's just like that Mountain Dew. I tasted the Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Whatever this chemical concoction is that makes your mouth feel hot, it can it probably you could just take a pill and it would just feel hot the way it does in your mouth because that Mountain Dew flavor was legitimately good. And then it just made your mouth feel hot. I'm like, well, this is a waste. And I guess, you know, it's all marketed for like teenagers or right. middle schoolers or whatever. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't you just rather have eaten a delicious bowl of regular cinnamon toast crunch? You, you get that cinnamon toast crunch taste immediately up front. And then it goes yeah. directly into I got it bad. From, I got it from the texture mm-hmm. that I was like, this is cinnamon toast crunch. Once you said cereal, you identified that. I was like, oh. Because I ate a lot of Cinnamon Toast Crunch as a kid. I knew what cereal it was, but I couldn't name it real quick because I was like, I've had this cereal. Yeah, I thought it was Golden Grams at first because I was Mm. feeling the shape a little bit. Yeah. Well, that was gross. That was a good one. I think we actually did a pretty (laughs) pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I I don't see how that could be wrong, what you guys got. That was an interesting pick, Randy. Good good choice. Laurel Laurel took it. She was very excited to have me bring it here, and she'll be interested to hear how bad it was. Jerks eat this. (laughs) <laughs> I'll find the most disgusting thing I en- can. Enjoy throwing that out later? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's going to be left at Rob's house. <laughs> oh, God. The, the one person who can does you not make ever eat cereal. kombucha out of it? You, you know what you could make out of it? Um, right. Cinnamon toast Kiefer. crunch. Rice Krispie, Rice Krispie treats. treats. Yeah. I wonder if that would mellow That actually that could. Eat. Rob, do it. Save it no, for, I'm not save it for it. a Bill's you, tailgate. Make yeah. Rice Krispie treats. You live with a professional baker. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't want to bring these home. I'm not gonna. I will throw them away immediately if you leave them here. I just okay. Whoever gets pizza stopped. Does pizza anyone know a 13 year old? Like, just give it to so, like a nephew of yours or something. You you were kid in middle school, Rob. Bring, bring some candy for. The I wouldn't kids. even do that to those kids. I feel too bad. Uh, sweet. Well, I think this is a great round. Great flavor town. Let's uh, let's get into those peeves and plugs, dudes. I got a peeve uh, cinnamon toast crunch with fireball in it. It is, my mouth's still hot. Yeah, still yeah, I'm still feeling it. Not, not good. Uh, Randy, do you have any real peeves and plugs? I have a plug, and it's a pizza-related plug. Ooh. Um, Sunday football, pizza has gotten so crazy expensive, especially if you're only watching with maybe one or two other people. It's not worth it, especially pizza and wings are not worth buying. So started this last year, you just go to Wegmans, grab a couple of their frozen pizzas, grab some of their fried food, especially if you have an air fryer, and it's so much cheaper and you get more food. And yeah, the pizza's not necessarily always better, but I tried, I think it's, uh, it comes in a card. <laughs> Is it ever better? No, it, it's actually pretty good because what we did this past week, I was going to say it comes in a cardboard box, but they all do. But it actually looks like cardboard. Like it's not like brown. Colorful. It's brown. Like the Screaming Sicilian? 
That might be it. Or Bessie's Revenge is the name of the one we got, and it's all cheese. Screaming Sicilian's like a big mustache boy. This is just feeding, I think, no, feeding I think into our that, problems. I think right. that is that is yeah. The, we the just type. we had one because Christy said she had one. It was really good. They and are good. It was good. And so we got cheese, but then we threw a bunch of our own toppings on it, and it ended up being delicious. And it's like five bucks or so. that oh. one might be like six. or Also, seven. the Wegman's ones are always still just like two ninety nine. Yeah, that's very cheap. They're so cheap, and we got the Mexican one, and it was good. I mean, or grab a dough ball in a jar of sauce right just make your own great your own block of mozzarella it's still probably gonna be way cheaper than buying a, it's so it's gotten it's crazy over the past couple of years and so then we'll do like you know just buy some stupid frozen mozzarella sticks and you've seen know, a lot of stories about how bites. chicken wing prices are now back to pre-pandemic levels but nowhere has lowered their prices so yeah just making a lot of money they're just them. staying i listened to a podcast on inflation today when i was stamping and numbering books and they talked a lot about how Basically, companies just took advantage. They're like, oh, people think inflation's happening. Let's just raise prices and just squeeze people. And it's like, that's kind of what's going on cool. right now, I bet. It's pretty cool. Um, but jumping on to what you just said, right? No, no, no. You continue with that peeve. And then... That was just a statement of truth. Actually, I'm done. That, uh, was, that was my plug. We, when we watched the Bills game, uh, Superfan Johnny referenced earlier in the pod uh, and his girlfriend... Actually, Katie, his girlfriend, did all the work and Heather... Uh, made pizzas on the grill, and they were awesome. And they they actually made homemade wings on the Wait grill as well. Did they, they have char marks? <laughs> they had char marks. Oh, nice. They were really really good. Like they they've kind of started to nail nail the the temps and like the how long everything happened. Like it was just really really good, and I'm sure it was significantly cheaper. Do they buy their dough like they actually spread it out, or is it just like that Wegmans <laughs> no, dough that's already made? I don't know if they used ready made dough. They did spread it out because each one was different sized. Gotcha. Uh, they used a pizza stone though, I think, and I don't know exactly that they they've had to like sounds. Like a fun party, doesn't it, Randy? I know. When I was, was not party? invited. Me it neither. was during the Bills game when the Bills dominated. Yeah, we we never hang out during Bills games. That's weird. <laughs> Actually, I gotta lie. I was invited. It was while we were playing golf. Oh, yeah. And Rob was classic Rob. I think waffling back and forth between whether he was gonna go or not. And I had money. He wasn't gonna go and hang out with them, but he did. He he pulled he it did. together yeah. and did it. I just am very allergic to cats. She's got a cat. And you were t- you were very tired, so it was the tired Rob. Yeah, I'm gonna come. It was uh, Thursday night of the first week of school. It was pretty intense. Oh my god! Well, you go to your plug, Rob. I'm sure your plug's gonna build off of that. Probably. This week I have no peeves. All plugs. Wow, it's a and new Rob. What's shaking, man? So much. It, it probably stems from this, which I thought I already brought up on the on the 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 pod, but I've got some sad news for many of our listeners. The rotisserie has found its final home. <laughs> I This is like from a year or two ago. Has it been on the website this whole time? So, here's what happened. <laughs> I don't know how it even came up, but I mentioned to my dad that I had this rotisserie and he is like the Ron Popeil? Can I? <laughs> and because my dad used to Ron work go? in television and he would see all these Ron Popeil commercials all the time. He's like, I always just wanted one. Your dad and, and I would get along. I love him. And I'm like, do you want it? And he's like, yeah. And he and my mom have been using it like crazy <laughs> for everything. I went over there. We had pork on it. It was awesome. Like he's mastered it and it's it, it's gone to a great home. He's the Heather so, and Katie doing grilled pizzas of rotisseries. <laughs> 
I literally got a text today from my mom saying, we used it to do a roast. It was great. And I'm like, <laughs> awesome. I'm glad it's still making the rounds. Great story. My favorite part is I don't know how it came up. Rob, you probably tell, have told everybody you have a rotisserie multiple times. So I'm positive I know how it came up. Yeah, but I haven't talked about it lately. <laughs> I, anyways, it's found its final home. That's not really a plug. That's more of like an update. It's forever home. <laughs> it's found its forever home. Uh, two plugs. One, I went... Hiking in the Adirondacks this past weekend. and After the first week of school, that's crazy to me. It was incredible. We did three uh, three peaks in one day, which was like over 13 miles because we didn't get a spot in the main parking lot, so we had to park a mile away from the <laughs> lot. So it added like another two miles of hiking onto the hike. We did Algonquin, Iroquois, and Wright. Do you do them all right in a row type of thing? They're or? all kind of connected. So you, you go to Algonquin, which is like the second highest in the state. And then if you just kind of look over, you can see Iroquois. And it, it looks much closer than it actually is. You're like, oh, you just kind of bop over there. Well, it's not quite as easy as that. It's just but, huge and there's nothing in the way, so it well, appears there, close. There are two smaller like false peaks that you don't really see until you climb them. And you're like, oh, we're at the top. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and then you get to the other one. You're like, oh, we're still not there. And then... Then you have to go back and like re-summit Algonquin from the other side, which is kind of a pain in the butt. But then when you go back down the Algonquin, there's a there's a trail that just kind of branches off that goes to right. So it's kind of like a no-brainer. Those are three you should just do while you're in that general vicinity. It it really our whole crew it kicked our butts. I didn't wear bug spray early enough, and so I'm covered in bug bites. I noticed a few of those they while are recording. Like, <laughs> they are brutal. They're just showing up. It's really been making the past few days not great but the hike was awesome i loved it and I, I can't really say enough about getting out to the adirondacks they've got a lot of you know trails that aren't necessarily high peaks but anyone can enjoy it that place is great and then my other plug is for a travel coffee mug i just bought because i have been trying to work out before school and I, i've been bringing my coffee in so i could drink it while i'm working out and my previous coffee mug just has a regular top with like an already open hole on the top. So if I kicked it over accidentally or if somebody bumped it, there'd be coffee everywhere. Um, this mug is from the uh, the brand Fellow. And the mug is called the Carter Move Mug. And the, the few reasons why it's super awesome is that, um, you you know, once you seal off the top, you could just throw it in your bag and it will not leak. It's one of those double walled, you know, ones. So it keeps everything hot forever. And the lip... The, the lid where you actually like put your lip on it is kind of like curved to perfectly fit your lip, which is great. Ergonomic. It's very ergonomic. And then the two other features that are awesome. One is it has this like little weird insert that you pop into it and it prevents it from splashing. So I was like riding, I was using my indoor like uh, cycling bike. Randy, if you want to make fun of Rob, just start pretending to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> you could drink this thing while you're like bopping around and moving and it will not splash you, which I always spill coffee on myself. So this is a, this was a huge thing. But then the one thing that maybe is my favorite feature, it's lined with ceramic, not stainless. So it doesn't give your coffee that kind of metallic taste that it gets when it's sitting inside a metal vessel. Which I like because it's the gaucho <laughs> heritage of my family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're always drinking out of tin. You know it. Um, but so anyways, all those features are awesome. It's it, my There's like a slight miscoloration when the top came in. There's like a little piece of plastic missing from the bottom. Very minor blemishes. Um, it's an expensive mug, so I was slightly annoyed, but it didn't ruin any of the the usability of it. So I highly, if you need a travel coffee mug, you can't do worse. You can't do better than this. Only other complaint, 
the, the biggest size is 16 ounces, and I yeah, really want a 20 ouncer. But regardless, I guess I, if it's for coffee, that's reasonable. Yeah, a, p- a pint of coffee yeah, should do the but trick. It's great. It's it's great. If you need a travel coffee mug, this is a really good one. The amount you talk about mugs and stuff like that reminds me. I saw some TikTok video or some you know Instagram video of some guy describing all the water bottles his wife owns and has purchased <laughs> over the years, and she's like, "Well, then she needed something that wouldn't spill, so she bought this one. But then that one was a little bit too cold and metallic, so she got this one." He's like think that's all the water bottles we have he's like absolutely not check out this cabinet and it was like 14 more bottles oh my god and i'm like i can relate my wife has bought a few over the years and she's trying to you know this one i don't like this you just get nitpicky about them and for me i have one nail gene that i bought like 12 years ago and and then i got a hydro flask to keep drinks cold while golfing yeah. and i'm like this is too many water bottles so i just took one to school and i just bring it home to wash it like once you know every every once in a while and i'm just like was very funny to me because where she keeps her coffee mugs is also where she keeps her water bottles. And I, when I do the dishes, I, that we're running out of place to put stuff is just kind of funny to me. So, uh, yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. That was a very thorough review, Rob. Thank you. And it's one of those like Instagrammy. It's a trendy brand that yeah. they pay people to like talk about on social media. Oh, so boy, is that what this is? Yeah, I mean, how do you think we're funding this show? We have 120 followers on Instagram. <laughs> What's the name Talk of this mug Rock. again? It's Carter. It's called the Carter Move Mug. It's like Carter 35 Move. bucks, and it's it's great. I do feel like kind of like a tool promoting something that people love, but it's awesome. My plug, uh, I really enjoy at the start of the school year. I, I, I joked earlier that I was going to go to Craglio's. That's more of a May-June move for me is to drive out for lunch because you're kind of not preparing quite as much by the end of the year right now is a little bit of a crazy time for all of us at school so we don't really i just i'm slamming a pb and j every day as fast as i can to try to get back to to my students because there's a lot of things going on but the superintendent conference days that we have it's like the one opportunity to go out to lunch with your colleagues which i think is so much fun so me and like the four other male teachers at my school it's like the one time we hang out so we went to, this was the pizzeria, talk about a callback from like the first minute of the show that we had in the contest. It didn't win. It actually came in Parenton Pizza. Came in last place in our contest, I think, because TK's is all fours here. Um, we went there for lunch, and it was great. We love the guy who works there. He always thanks us for coming in. He recognizes us from being there for the last like 12 years. Mm-hmm. It's super nice. And when you go in there, not a lot of people are dining in. It's like a big takeout place. It's awesome. They like bring you a fork and knife and a real plate and stuff. It's kind of cool. So we went there, loved it. It was great. And then we went to little small chain Max Philly Steaks. Have you guys ever been there? Yes. Yes. I think it's really good. Yeah. We went on a bike ride with J-Rock. Yes. And we went there. Yep. It's a little expensive to get like a meal. You're almost paying like a full 20 bucks, but it's really good. And I, I've never had a real Philly cheesesteak, but they use awesome rolls here and the meat's really tasty. And they have one that's like garlic parm flavored where they put some like buttery Parmesan sauce on. It's good. Yeah. They had a ton of options, right? Mm-hmm. They have all sorts. It's sort of like a plates place that specializes in Philly cheesesteaks because mm-hmm. they sell hot dogs and hamburgers and chicken finger subs and plates and stuff. My one buddy always gets a plate there. We should probably do an episode. But um, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to say? I can't remember. So I'll just go with those two. 
and one other update regarding plates. Cordello's has a plate there. I saw it on the menu, the pizza place from tonight. Ooh. So add it to the list. Yeah, we gotta get some plates going. Maybe so. we should do a plate episode between the opening round and the semis. Yeah, just sure. to do one. Yeah, it's a good I like idea. It. So we got two more pizza episodes coming. Two more kind of potpourri, classic, favorite recommendation opening rounds. And so far, the winners have been TK's. All-Star and Carbones on one side of the bracket, the each of our bracket side. And then on this kind of classic recommendation side, we have Pizza Stop, and then we have two more episodes where we'll get two more winners. We'll go three on one side, three versus the other. Winners meet for a head-to-head showdown. I like it. Sounds good. Okay, guys. I think that's about it. So keep eating, talking, drinking. Shaking. Things up.